We have a very special preacher today. We have St. Nicholas. Here he comes. Wow, look at that. There's Santa. That yeah, we call St. Nicholas Santa, don't we? Good morning. Good morning. Yes, my name is Nicholas. I come from a place that was once Greek, it's now Turkish. And I lived in the 200 year period, what we call the third century, don't ask me why. <laughs> That's right. My parents were very rich, but they got sick and they died. She doesn't like St. Nicholas. Those who have ears to hear, let them hear. Yes. My parents died and I was left an orphan. And what could I do? I looked to the writings of Jesus, which were only the words of Jesus, which were only written down a couple of centuries before. And he said, what should you do? Give all you have to the poor and follow me. And so I did. And it made me very famous. Yes, it did. They made me a bishop, and I became famous as a friend to the poor, a friend to children. And they told many, many stories about me, stories about when I went to the Holy Land on a pilgrimage, and I came back in a ship, a terrible storm arose, and we were in danger of sinking. Does this sound familiar at all? Yes. I said a prayer, and the waters were calm. Sailors love me for this reason. I understand there are a lot of sailors in the room, so hello again. Yes. Another story I had was feeding people who were hungry. Then there was the time a few centuries after I had died when a family living in Greece, their town was raided and terrible pirates took their son as a slave. They thought they'd never see him again. The next year they prayed for me on the same day, and miraculously their son Basilios reappeared. So I have been a friend ever since to children. The most famous story you've told about me is to do with a man, a poor man, who had three daughters. And in those days, in order for a girl to marry, her family had to give a large sum of money to the family of the prospective husband. Thank God we don't do that anymore. <laughs> In this day and age, the family of the prospective bride gives a lot of money to the catering hall instead. <laughs> Go figure. These girls had no money for their dowries, and if they could not marry, they might become slaves themselves, a terrible thing. And as the story goes, one night the window was open and I walked by and I threw some money up through the window. Do I have a helper? Rod? Yes, Rod. And the money landed in their shoes, thank you sir. The money landed in their shoes and they were able to pay the dowry, and they could get married, and everyone lived happily ever after. Look at this money, huh? <laughs> yeah, so many stories were told about me. 
a friend to children, a friend to the poor, a friend to sailors and those who are hungry. So people admired me a great deal. Today I'm admiring you, for you are feeding, you are clothing, you are helping and helping through this tree, through this box of socks, through this pile of full tummy food. I admire you. Now, as you uh, make your way through this money, which really isn't money at all, it's chocolates. <laughs> Anyone didn't get any? Oh, dear, right. Whose child is this? Raised his hand, didn't get any when he's got a fistful of dollars? Hmm? Who is that? Yes, never mind, I know who you are. <laughs> and God knows who you are as well. Well, while you play with this money, I've got a little more here, sure. Easy boys, all right. We'll talk a little bit about the Bible stories that we listened to earlier in the day. There were four of them. There was a psalm, which is a prayer, a prayer for the perfect leader with qualities like fairness, everyone knows what fairness is, and righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness, according to the psalm, is being at one with the will of God, being one with God like the rain. So that was the prayer. Then Isaiah, the prophet, came along and he said, no, not just a prayer, a prediction. This will happen. Out of the stump and the root of Jesse will rise this leader. And sure enough, the story from Matthew has John the Baptist. My favorite rendition of this, of course, is in the King James Version, wherein uh, one of your people wrote down, it was really in Greek, but that's, we'll let that go wrote down, now John was clothed in camel's hair with a girdle of skin about his loins. He ate locusts and wild honey. And he said, there cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. That get their attention. <laughs> if it wasn't the skins and the girdle and the camel hair and the locusts, well, at least they were wondering what a latchet was. Right? Yeah. And so the perfect Christmas gift that had been on the Christmas lists for many, many centuries arrived in the form of a child, and all crazy things would happen, and wolves lying down with lambs, and leopards with goats. A kid is a goat, not just a kid, by the way. And a little child would lead them. And sure enough, the Christmas present came in the form of a little child. Who was that? Yes. Correct answer. To almost every question in Sunday school, that is the right answer. <laughs> the presents arrived. 
And finally, in our fourth story from the Bible, St. Paul explains to us this prayer, this prediction, this person in the form of a present power, using a lot of P's here, aren't we? <laughs> became a practice for us, a practice for our lives, and a way that we could pray back and forth to one another and be sure that our prayers would be answered. And the prayer at the end of St. Paul's, could you pick up that mess, please, sir? Thank you. The prayer at the end of St. Paul's letter is, and now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's our journey. That's our story today. And my suggestion would be to you, wait, I think I have something here. Oh, yeah, full tummies ministry, you know. I can get in this outfit. Excuse me, just a minute. Oh, here it is. Olives, right? From Greece. Well, would you believe California? <laughs> My suggestion for you today would be this. When you pull on a clean pair of socks, when you pull out some shoes and put them on your feet to keep your feet from freezing in the winter, when you feel hungry and ask someone for food and get it, yes, it's right, it's fair, it's righteous, it's what God would want that you should be happy, but it is also a gift. Let us not forget that this is a, it's a gift. Put on your socks and say thank you. Put on your shoes and say thank you. Fill up your tummies and say thank you. Amen. <laughs>